0: Colorado brought in over 50 transfers, but which five are going to be stars? Travis Hunter and four other ones. Who else? I'm going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Moore. With today's episode, we got a good one again, of course. Um, we're going to be talking about which five Buffalo transfers can be stars, can earn all Pac-12 honors. Um, we're going to talk about some possible players who could lose a starting role. Um, obviously, no one has a starting role yet, but there are some guys who everybody views as starters. So I'll talk about those guys who may be at risk of losing their starting spot. And then we're going to have a Coach Prime Health update because he had his surgery on Friday. Um, So, without further ado, um, before we start, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. Okay. Obviously, everyone knows Colorado transfers. It's almost synonymous at this point. Um, Colorado brought in the number one transfer class in the country. They lost 43 guys. They brought in 51. Um, They brought in so many talented players, but obviously not all 51 are going to start obviously not all 51 are going to hit. Um, I've talked about it before. I think there's going to be realistically, and this is just like a side tangent, but if Colorado wants to succeed, they need at least, I would say 20 to 30 of those guys to hit, um, which is a big number. So we'll see how that goes. But without further ado, I think there's five Colorado buffs that can earn. Well, that can be stars and earn all pack 12 honors. Um, and I'm going to go through them. Uh, obviously, I'll give you a little breakdown about each one, why I think that, and so on. Um, first, I want to give honorable mentions. First one goes to Shadur Sanders. Not that I don't think Shadur Sanders could be an all-Pac-12 type of player. I think he's going to be a star for the Buffs. But when you have Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, and Michael Penix, who are all first-round caliber quarterbacks, I think it's going to be hard. Because the only there's only two all-Pac-12 uh, all Pac-12 teams. So last year it was Williams and Penix were the first and second team quarterbacks. Um, obviously, you only get one quarterback uh, per all conference team, um, but I I do feel like an honorable mention is very possible for him. So Shadur Sanders, um, honorable mention. Uh, then we're gonna we're gonna start with the defense. Um, up first I obviously think this is the, the easiest one Travis hunter two-way star wide receiver corner um, I think he has the ball skills on defense and the ball skills on rece- at receiver too really um to kind of stand out amongst the best players in the country he's already viewed as one of the best corners in the country and so now he'll have a chance to show that um, I think defenses are going to try to test him early because I think everybody has this bravado where it's like, oh, you think you're the best player in the country or the best corner in the country, former number one overall recruit? Let's see how good you are. And then they're going to throw at Travis Hunter, and he's probably going to pick them off four or five times. Um, so I think Travis Hunter uh, wouldn't shock me if he ends up on the first or second team. Um, then we're going to move down to the defensive line. Um, I think there's two possible possibilities here. I think Jordan Dominic from Arkansas. Uh, I just think if you have – success in the sec where a lot of those offensive linemen are nfl caliber and you're recording seven and a half sacks as an individual i think i think that could translate to the pac-12 um the pac-12 the colorado buffalos need that all that all the sacks they can get in the pac-12 because i talked to a, a pac-12 coach literally two days ago three days ago friday um and he said the the most important thing for a defense line is getting the quarterback down in this conference because if they scramble just about every one of these quarterbacks will launch the ball down the field to a wide open receiver because your secondary can only cover for so long. Um, so Jordan Dominic is my first guy. And then my second is Florida state transferred Derek McClendon. The second um, he obviously similar to Dominic, has very, very good experience. Um, he was a star at Florida state, had a lot of production there. Um, I think he could kind of, take on a bigger role here at Colorado. And I think he has the potential to kind of be a a second team all, all conference guy. I think Colorado could get two first or two, both of their edge rushers on the all conference teams. Um, so there's my two on, on defense. Now let's go to offense. Um, up first we got running back Alton McCaskill, the former American, um, athletic conference freshman of the year, rookie of the year, whatever they call it. Um, I think he comes in right away. I think he takes a starting job. Uh, he's hard to tackle. He's fast. He's powerful. Um, and I think he's the perfect combination for this offense. And I think he's the perfect complement to Sean Lewis's offense. And I think he kind of takes that job from Kovacic smoke. Um, so that's one player on offense. Uh, second player. And this may feel like cheating. Travis Hunter. Um, I think he's going to get a ton of looks on offense. I really do. I think he's going to be an all-purpose player. Um, he was kind of a preseason all-purpose player. I think he was first-team all-offense and defense, and I think that's something that will continue. Um, so obviously got Alton McCaskill, Travis Hunter. And then my third and final one, drum roll, please, I think is going to be drumroll. I think it's going to be... Xavier Weaver. Ah, I almost said Jimmy Horn. I can't do it though. I think Xavier Weaver, um, he's someone that I think will be a star for this team. Um, I think Jimmy Horn, honorable mention. Uh, I just feel like Xavier Weaver is a more complete wide receiver. Um, Based on what I watched at USF, uh, he has kind of more in his bag, I guess, than Jimmy Horn. Um, At least he did at that time. Obviously, Jimmy has more familiarity with the offense. Um, So we'll see. It ultimately depends on who has a better connection with Shandur, who gets open more. Um, And so I think Xavier Weaver... Kind of a jump ball getter, um, deep ball threat. Um, I like I like what he brings to the table, and I think he's someone that could easily earn an All Conference. Not um, these are guys that I think can earn like honorable mention. Javon Antonio, um, let's see, Shane Cokes. Uh, I think Des Demoy Kennedy, the linebacker um, from Alabama, all honorable mention type of guy. Uh, the safeties I didn't want to touch because I don't know. Who, I I really don't know who's gonna who's gonna star at safety but we'll see um but yeah a lot of talent on this colorado team i think they at minimum should have five or six all-conference caliber players whether they'll get the nod we'll find out but yeah let me know in the comment section below who you think could be an all-conference player um before we move on this episode of locked on buffs is brought to you by Fanduel. baseball season is in full swing and there's no better place to get in on all the action then FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com to join today. Um I think Shohei Otani home runs, Ellie De La Cruz, anything. That guy's electric. Uh, Colorado Rockies to lose by 30. Uh, maybe that's a, some odds in there. Um, don't miss your chance to sweat, snag or swag. Snag a, no sweat first, but up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay. Let's talk about. Position battles. Um, I think obviously everybody's excited about the transfers. Everybody's very excited about what they bring to the table, what they can offer for this program. Because obviously um, they flipped the program within um, they flipped the program within a few months or a month or so. Um, completely different team. This team is way different than the team that went. We all know what last year. Um, so I think there's a lot of guys that probably. So are some guys that were there in spring that had the opportunity to kind of battle it out for the position, kind of establish themselves in front of the staff. But now there's a lot more new faces. And so I'm going to talk about guys who might lose the position battle, um, despite being viewed as favorites right now. Um, up first, let's go to running back. Um, I think Kavosi smoke was, this is an easy one. I think he was the favorite to lead the running back room. Um, even with Dylan Edwards strong spring. Anthony Hankerson had a strong spring as well. Um, Charlie Offerdahl. I think it was Kavosi Smokes backfield until they got Ultimate Caskill. I think Ultimate Caskill is going to take that job from Smoke. And I think Smoke is kind of going to be in a similar role, um, like he was at Kentucky. Obviously, there's still going to be touches for him, but he's not going to be the lead. He's not going to be the bell cow. He's not going to be the lead back. Um, I'm also looking at, let me, let me scroll down here through the, looking at a depth chart. That way I can remember everybody I picked. Um, I think Leonard Payne um, from Fresno State, the transfer from Fresno State, uh, nose tackle, uh, defense tackle, whatever you want to refer to him as. I think he's a nose tackle is what he's listed as. Um, I think there's – he has more experience, but they brought in Tennessee transfer and Mario McNeil. They brought in uh, Bishop Thomas, who I believe is the Florida State transfer. Um, I think there's just bigger bodies, um, SEC bodies, this program – this. Coaching staff has a, an affinity for SEC guys. A lot of their transfers they wanted from Power 5 conferences, um, a big chunk of them came from the SEC, I would say. So I think Leonard Payne has a lot to a lot to do. Um, I think when we've heard about the defense line, we've only heard about Shane Cokes, really. Um, I think I've been talking about Jordan Dominic a lot, but I haven't heard about anybody else. Um, so I think a lot of the defense line is up for grabs, but I think Leonard Payne's spot could be taken, um, not because he's not good, just because – I think those power five SEC guys have a lot of potential. Um, so that's another one. Um, moving on up, uh, we're going corner. Corner. Um, Omarion Cooper. I think he could get his spot snatched eventually by one Mr. Five Star Cormani McClain. Um, I think is gonna come in. Um, I think he's on campus already. I saw his YouTube video. Um, I don't know what his YouTube channel is called, but he has a YouTube channel now as most of the buffs do. Um, he posted about how he was on campus. I think he... I don't know if he'll start right away. Um, I think he has some bulking to do. I think he has to learn, obviously, the defensive scheme, playbook, whatever. He's got to learn all that all that jazz. And so um, I think and Cooper, with his experience, should start right away. But I think Cormani's too talented to keep off the field. So I think that corner spot is up for grabs. Um, I also... Safety, I don't know who's at risk of losing their job. I'll just say it. that's only because I don't know who's starting. Right now, everybody's projecting Trevor Woods and Shiloh Sanders as the starting safeties, leaving guys like Vito Tisdale, Travis J, and Roderick Ward and Cameron Simon Craig as the reserves. Don't know which safety, but I do think the safety position is completely up for grabs. Um, I think if they don't lose their spot, I think there's going to be a big rotation. Um, I think they're going to rotate a lot of bodies in and out. Um, so really interesting to see what goes on there. Um, I think, I think the safety position battle is probably the most interesting one in the country or in the country. I mean, it could be in the country. I doubt it's in the country. Um, There's a lot of quarterback battles out there in the conference. One of the more interesting ones in the conference, for sure. One of the more interesting ones on Colorado, because they have so many, they have six starting caliber safeties, um, unless they use a nickel back, um, which they are. They also have Miles Slusher, um, Jacquez Robinson, who could come in and play. So it's going to be interesting to see how they get all these guys on the field who who maybe doesn't have the role that they thought they would. Um, yeah, and then kickers are people, too. Um, I think the place-kicking position, I, I want to assume, I, or I, I want to assume, I think most people assume that because someone came over from Jackson State that they're going to start. For Deion Sanders again for Coach Prime again, excuse me. Um, but I think Jace Feely is probably going to win that place kicking job out. Oh, take it from, um, what's his, his name is slipping my head, Alejandro Mata. Um, I just feel like when I saw them kicking in person, um, I kind of just had more faith in Jace Feely. Um, I think he has a bigger leg. Obviously the kickers were an issue during the spring game so much so that they stopped kicking. Um, so that is an interesting position battle because I think no one really notices our kicker unless you have a great one or a terrible one. And obviously you don't want to be um, having to worry about, Oh, we can't, we can't, um, we got to push the tempo here because our kicker can only make it from 35 yards in college. Kickers are never reliable for the most part. Um, I would say there's some out there, but for the most part, college kickers, you can't trust them. So the last thing you want is a shaky college kicker, um, a shaky kicker. And right now I would consider Colorado's kicker situation very shaky, but I guess we'll see. Um, We'll find out who emerges as the starter. Um, I wanted to thank you guys for making Locked On both your first listen every day. Um, Every day as we have another great episode coming up tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. Um, Great topics, great questions to discuss, everything in between. So make sure to stay tuned in. But, yeah, those are the positions I think that could really – um, be up for grabs um there's i think there's a lot of position battles to be had um realistically uh, i think there's guys like brendan Gantt from florida state travis J from florida state um let me see who else uh, javon antonio jalen ellis at wide receiver omarion miller at wide receiver Tavares dawson at wide receiver there's just so many guys that came in that i think they have a lot of potential um, I'm just curious to see if they're going to be able to push for starting spots, if they're going to be end up be re- being reserves or something, who knows? Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. Um, when we come back, we're going to be talking about coach prime's health. We got to get a successful update, um, over the weekend. So I'm going to talk about that when we come back. Welcome back. Um, we're talking about coach prime's health update. Uh, obviously you guys know he had surgery this past Friday. Um, there's reports, not really a report his uh, girlfriend uh posted on instagram that it went well um but this is what is being reported Deion sanders surgeon successfully removed multiple blood clots from his thigh and below his knee on friday um but they did reveal that there was another blood clot in his um right leg and the surgeon they did the surgery at uc health university of colorado hospital um and so, Sanders did not disclose why the additional surgery was necessary. Instead of removing his blood clot, he told his daughter, "I'm going to get out tomorrow," which was Sunday. So he is probably out of the out of the hospital by now. Um, and I think it was her name's Tracy. I forgot her last. Name. I think it's Tracy Wolfson. Um, she posted that everything went well, um, with her successful surgery. Um, let me try to find her post right here. Uh so this is what he uh this is what we were all kind of worried about was the blood clots and stuff. And so um uh, obviously the surgery went well. Um he it was not for his groin. Um and if you guys don't remember, he said I met with my doctors a week ago, got two hammer, got hammer toes and two toes, and they wanted to straighten those out. I'm not receiving enough blood flow in order to get that surgery, and another surgery fixed the dislocation of the foot as well. So this is where we are now. There's no talk of amputation. There's no talk of any of that whatsoever. The doctors were just telling me worse come to worse. This is, is going to happen, but I believe in staying right. So we never have to take left. Um, I went to the doctor's done day one day to get myself checked out. And I have two clots in my leg, one of my right leg, one of my left leg, which is my thighs. Okay. So now I'm having procedure tomorrow, Friday, to get those clots out and have proper blood flow. And that's it. You heard it from him. Um, Tracy Evans posted a pre-operation photo um with thumbs up and the she had a nice little post about it. That was her last name. Edmunds couldn't think about. Um, but Coach Prime um doing well. Uh I think a successful surgery obviously is what we were all hoping for, and I think um just improved health for everyone. Obviously, you don't want to wish ill will on anybody. Um Coach Prime's health though is doing obviously I think good. Um, so I think that really helps the team, take some pressure off the team. Um, because obviously you don't want your fearless leader to be kind of not himself. And obviously I don't think coach prime would ever not be himself, or at least I feel like he'd put on a strong face, um, for the team. But I think obviously, even though there's one more blood clot, blood clot, excuse me, he's still going to be out there running around coaching these guys up, telling them what they need to do. Um, it's just a matter of time before he's back out there on the field. I'm sure. Um, one thing that is kind of funny, Shiloh Sanders, cause there was a video released. I, for, I believe it's on well off. Um, shiloh sanders was uh there was like a family facetime so it was him Shader, um, his daughter and then I, f- I think there was three or four people on the call and obviously coach prime and they were talking about it and obviously it, it reminded me of like facetiming like parents or something because he was like i need you to see you on camera because shiloh had his screen turned off and so then later in the conversation, Shiloh goes, I told everybody you got a BBL, which is the Brazilian butt lift thing. <laughs> but Shiloh is clearly the character of the family. Um, super funny guy. Way to light. he I think he knows how to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, but yeah, we got some good updates from Coach Prime. Hopefully he'll be out there on the field, on the recruiting trail. Um, as good as new. Um, hopefully he's resting and recovering well. Um, we talked about guys that could lose their position battle. Um, I think there's a lot of positions up for grabs. Obviously, when you bring in 51 new transfers plus freshmen, nobody's spot is set in stone outside of, I would say, three guys, maybe four. Um, I think there's a lot of positions up for grab. I talked about those earlier. And then I talked about which six or seven – I think I threw out about 11 total names, but five specifically that I think can earn all Pac-12 teams. Um, I talked about that earlier. Look out for guys like Travis Hunter who could get it twice – Xavier Weaver, um, ultimate Caskill, uh, Jordan, Dominic, and Derek McClendon are also guys that I think have that potential. Um, realistically, this team is full of potential and the closer we get to the season, the closer we get to seeing how good they could be. Um, I know you guys are excited. So without further ado, I want to thank you guys for making locked on bus. Your first listen again, uh, make sure to tune in every single day. Um, I got content. I got episodes every day. um, talking about the latest Colorado news. Um, I appreciate you guys' support. Make sure to follow me on Twitter. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter. Um, I write about Colorado uh, over at Athlon, so go check that out. I appreciate you guys for tuning in every single day, and you guys have a great Monday. Have a great start to your week.